Hello and welcome to Candela. I'm Alan Schaller. My co-host Christopher Hoot and I are speaking today with Tran Thuan Viet. Viet is a Vietnamese photographer focusing solely on capturing the beauty and the people of his own country. His work has been published in National Geographic, Smithsonian Magazine, The Guardian and other outlets and he's worked for clients like Google, Samsung and Canon. We hit the language barrier a little bit today but definitely not as much as if we conducted this episode in Vietnamese. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Candela. We're joined by Tran Tuan Viet. Hopefully I didn't butcher that pronunciation. Viet, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fine, thanks. Hi, Candela. Very good to have you here. Mm-hmm. How's Hanoi today? Uh, Hanoi is today a little hot. Uh, so this is the, the start of summer in Hanoi. Yeah. So uh, we we had some uh, coronavirus the, um, case in Hanoi, so that we <laughs> we are running in um, in normal mode, but was a little a little uh, uh, restricted. Yeah, yeah. In the in some areas, yeah. Mm. So you still finding time to get out and shoot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still going out. I'm have. Uh, Two weeks assignment for a, a, a brand in uh, in Saigon in uh, Ho Chi Minh City. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's extremely hot in uh, the UK at the moment, and we're not really like kind of set up for it over here. So I've just been I put a bowl of ice in front of a fan because I heard that that was like re- recreating air conditioning, but it I'm, I can report that it does not work. <laughs> just <laughs> furiously hot. So if I'm just like dripping throughout this interview, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, so Viet, um, I know you you've you've really focused on on where you're from and your photography. You know, you you you're a Vietnamese photographer shooting Vietnam and trying to portray it in a good light. And I wonder where that came from and whether it's tied into obviously the the history in the sense that you know uh, the Indochina War, the Vietnam War, <laughs> is what a lot of people think of when they think of photography taking place in your part of the world. Yeah. I was born in uh, 1983, and uh, the Vietnam War had passed by uh, eight years, so that um, my country had been united from uh, 1975. Then, uh, when I grow up, every the, the war has passed away. So, all the photo of my career, are, I'm focused in the beauty of Vietnam. Um, many, many friends of mine uh, on on the internet ask me that, uh, oh, since does Vietnam still have war? They don't know about uh, Vietnam nowadays. Mm. So that I capture the Vietnam, uh, con- contemporary Vietnam to and bring the the image of Vietnam to for everybody to, to know about Vietnam today. Yeah, and you're doing an amazing job. Uh, the the variety of your photographs is uh, is incredible. And, and I, I think most people, when they think of Vietnam, they think of um, Saigon or, or, you know, Ho Chi Minh, or they think of like kind of tropical and trees and, and you know, very hot. Yeah. Uh, and and, and you, you've, you've got some images that are, you know, uh, you, you seem to focus a lot with water. There are lots of photographs taken with water, and also in the in the desert, which I didn't know that Vietnam had a had a desert. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's insane seeing that kind of the traditional uh, those hats, you know, and but like not in the context of of a city, but in the middle of a desert. It's just it's pretty trippy. So yeah, I guess you're you're showing that Vietnam's a very varied place. Yeah, thank you. 
Uh, I'm inspired by uh, by Steve McCurry. Mm. The way he's uh, traveled around the world to capture the culture, capture the, the, the beautiful of the people. And I do the same in Vietnam. Yeah, well, I I think Vietnam holds a, a an int- it's an interesting and like fascinating place for Westerners, you know, to, yeah. to visit. Loads of people always say, oh, you know, that they'd love mm-hmm. to go to Vietnam. I don't, I don't know why, but everyone, yeah, well, having been, I love it. But um, Thank you. in Asia, it seems to be one of those countries that people seem to be drawn to uh, more than others, I, I think. Yeah, and I remember Alan, you saying that um, you've always found the the people of Vietnam very kind of hospitable and very nice. I don't know Viet what what you think of how you think about Vietnamese people and their kind of general kind of temperament and what, yeah, what what do you make of that? I think Vietnamese it very very kind. Our country had the four thousand years of of history, so that um. It had many. It has a, a culture that affected by uh, by Chinese, but uh, we have the many, many diversity in the in the culture in the um, the art. So that I I think many people in Vietnam have the um, different eyes, different view about the 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 the, the life. Yeah. Mm. So uh, apart from Viet, obviously your 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 Instagram page is very Vietnam focused. Um, have you you? You must have taken pictures elsewhere, or do you just stick to Vietnam for photography? Uh, I have traveled many countries from Asia. I traveled to Thailand, to Indonesia, to many to Australia. But all my photographs are focused in Vietnam, and yeah. I only I only share the Vietnamese uh, picture. Yeah, because yeah. I was I was trying to find ones that weren't in Vietnam. And I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he maybe he takes a holiday when he leaves Vietnam and he and he leaves the camera at home. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, Viet, you must have some like really amazing photos that you've taken in Australia or Indonesia, but you can't share them. There's, no, <laughs> so you I, just I, keep I, them. I, I don't share them. I just <laughs> focused in like uh, Alan. He focused in the black and white. So, <laughs> so I'm yeah, focused on yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, focused we've, on we've got our Vietnam. Things. Yeah, and it's important to be known for, uh, you know, for uh, yeah, because you, you must be the most well-known person shooting Vietnamese culture today. On yeah, you know, on, so th- that's that's a a cool niche to have, and and you know, you, you've you've worked with so many brands, and um, and yeah, and I don't know if you work with Nat Geo, but they're you're always uh, being featured with Nat Geo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how how did you um? Just for for people who love, because there are so many people who love travel photography and love taking pictures like this. How, how did you get into the more uh, commercial side of it, or, or you know, or getting featured by such big publications? Uh, not Joe. Uh, for many years ago, they had a community, a photo community called uh, National Geographic Your Shot. So many people. Uh, as I remember that there are one million member in the, the community. Um, so that when they um, when they close the community and take a focus on Instagram, they choose uh, 60, about 60 photographer in the community to, to contribute to the photo to the community. So that we now sharing the photo to uh, the, the Instagram page. Got it. So, so, so mm. this has all been done online, right? Yeah. 
So, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but for me, uh, I started photography really in the digital age properly. And mm-hmm. um, I kind of managed to make my, uh, establish myself as a, you know, photographer on, on Instagram, essentially, and on apps like Flickr and, and through online publications mainly, which is a very different way that Steve McCurry would have had as yeah. his way up. So yeah, yeah it's, I think you're the first person that we've spoken to who's uh, who's like part of the next generation of photographers, let's say, who, who <laughs> use the internet. Mm, yeah. Uh, and it's interesting, isn't it? How, how much it has changed. Like National Geographic as a publication uh, is crazy, right? In its history, how much it's changed. The, the, the photo, you know, the photo, how much the photo industry has changed. I guess uh, kind of, you know, how as a, especially as a Vietnamese photographer, the Instagram and online has made you able to to grow because especially that all the, you know, the people who hold the, the, the keys to all of these kind of photography institutions offering in Europe and in America. Um, and it would probably would have been quite hard for a Vietnamese photographer to, to rise in, in the days when Steve McCurry was coming up, but you've been able to kind of find success and get your photos out there through Instagram. In Instagram, there's only some photographer, some Vietnamese photographer that uh, are sharing in Instagram uh, because in Vietnam, they are focused in uh, in Facebook. Facebook is, is the main platform of social media in Vietnam. Uh, mm. In uh, in Instagram, is the only have a, a, a number of uh, influencer, number of the travel blogger, but in uh, uh, photographer is a leader. Mm. That's interesting. Um, so do, do you use Facebook still or are you mostly Instagram? Yes, I have uh, my face, my Facebook uh, is for, um, for my, uh, to sharing photo to uh, by Vietnamese and, and in, uh, Instagram, I share my photo in English. Right. For the different audience. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was smart. You obviously, you could sense that even though everyone uses Facebook in Vietnam, you could see that there was this thing taking off on Instagram and, and pounced on that early. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one who switched to Instagram very soon. I have my account run uh, start from um, 2011. Right. I, I joined really late. I, I, when did I start? I started like f- three years ago or something or four years ago. Yeah, you call you call that late. That's not it's not late to but me. I'm not, I, yeah, I, have, no. I have I have the the, the account is for uh, eight to nine years, but uh, just focused in uh, about two years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just what, yeah. Then you went. Hang on a minute. I can use this. And um, do you still con- do you like it when you get published in in print, like in magazines? Do you care about that? Because I, I've, I'm slowly stopping caring, because uh, it's, it's not, it's not really that useful. You know, if you get put in a magazine, maybe twenty five thousand people will see it, and that's it. If you put something on Instagram, but it could, or, or on the internet, it's way more useful, and, and people can click through uh, and see lots of images. In um, sometime in the publish in the magazine is very horror. Because uh, just a little number of photographer can can be sharing their photo to the magazine National Geographic. Yeah. It's very difficult to publish in there. So that, yeah, um, sure. Yeah. Mm. To add to that as well, it's also you know in magazines, yeah, the it might be twenty five thousand people, but they might only just 
flick past it, you know, just turning the pages. Whereas, you know, if it's in, if it's digital, it's dominating their screen and they're going to properly look at it. So it's a, it's a it's kind of a better experience in some senses. Yeah. Uh, I'm have, I have many times published in uh, Nasjeo magazine and Nasjeo book. Uh, but I think uh, uh, I'm focused in Instagram. Is uh, that had the mass audience worldwide to, to to viewing my photos? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking for your your page on Instagram, and uh, it's obvious that you're using drones quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about drone photography? So, w- w- when did you get your first drone? I got my first drone in. Uh, Uh, 2016, mm. four years ago, when it, the, the, in the first uh, generation of the drone in Vietnam. Mm. And that must, um, that requires some planning, right? Because, you know, you can carry around your handheld camera everywhere you go, but, you know, you've got to think about it and advance the shot. If you're going to take your drone and then get it up in the air, there's less um, <laughs> spontaneity. Yeah, because some of your, like the lobster cages shots and... So that that one I wanted to talk to you. You know the, the the this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that shot, that's quite a cool one because you you must have thought, hang on a minute. You know, it's one thing to see to imagine it from a different perspective. And I cuz I imagine it looks so different when you're down there with the lobster cages on sea level. And yeah. then yeah, that that was a really clever use of a drone, I thought. Uh in the drone that have many many view that um we haven't seen before yeah so that um i have five or six times travel only focus on 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 drone photography understand yeah do you use yeah. the mavic the dji mavic Is uh, it that drone? I for, uh the first uh, drone i used phantom 4 yeah 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 phantom the white, 4, the white the one. 4, 4 yeah yeah the white and big one and yeah. i to the mavic 2 pro for uh two years Cool. Yeah, I, I've got a Mavic, mm. and I, I've tried using it for street photography, um, and, and, and I got <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of shots I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm always yeah trying to push you to use it more. Those things are great. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it, I, I just keep forgetting about it, and then I see it. I'm like, hang on a minute. I've got a, I've got a thing that can fly. Uh, but it, <laughs> um, mm. the the problem is that the the laws around it are so restrictive. Yeah. So they say you can't fly it within five miles of any airport. You can't fly it within 50 meters of another human. Yeah. Which is difficult uh, when you're trying to photograph humans. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a real pain. Um, so, yeah, I've kind of just put the drone aside for now. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm thinking about switching to, uh, to, to Leica cameras. Because no I, I way. Like... <laughs> yes, <laughs> so, man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I love the 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 color style of the camera of the Leica color profile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I I can't I can't help you with any information about colors, <laughs> but uh, I can tell you they're great for black and white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Via, while while we're on drone photography, quickly, Via, I wanted to talk to you about uh, this. This shot, which uh, we'll post it on Instagram, so listeners can see of the fishing net yeah. from above. Um, am I am I the only one that thinks that looks like a, a woman? Yeah, in profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Profile, it, t- huh? it looks like a face. Yeah, I guess that was an, a nice surprise, was it? When you you got the footage back, and you'd probably taken quite a few shots, and then you saw that one, and it kind of jumped out to you. 
this this shot was taken um, one years ago when I um, when I complete my um, assignment for Google Art and Culture, and I uh, came to this place and um, and have two days two day capture in 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 this place. In this day, I luckily have the uh, usually it's about one boat unboard uh, re- release the net uh, mm. to fishing the to to fish. But uh, in the day I'm going here, I will, it have eleven or twelve boats uh, fishing in yeah, the, yeah. at the same time, so that uh, I um, capture this shot. Uh, mm. Is um, I fly the the drone at have the, the max maximum fi- uh, maximum head about five hundred meters. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, and is the, the a top down shot? That's scary. Well, I crashed a drone when I tried to do that. Um, it, it, it <laughs> many, too- many, yeah, many people have crashed the drone in in this area because yeah, yeah, it, uh, the strong wind. Yeah, yeah, my one happened above the sea as well, above the Pacific, and uh, it said on on my phone on on the app, it said wind is too strong, land, mm-hmm. and I cancelled it, and that cost me about a thousand dollars. Pressing that button, cancel, was a very stupid idea. Yeah. Um, so I, I just wanted to ask you about because you you shoot in color and you know color mainly, but also in black and white. Um, and I just wanted to know what what do you see the shots in color all the time, and then do you convert to black and white later, or do you see some scenes as this is definitely a black and white shot. I'm going to approach it like that. Or do you think about it later? Because for me, I always think in one way. So it's, it'd be interesting to hear how you see things. That is simple for you. But uh, I'm always, I'm always capturing in the color. And if, uh, if, uh, if, the, if I focus on one thing to that the audience uh, can uh, don't want to um, distract by the colors, I fo- I'm convert to black and white. To have the, the the big contrast of the object, and big contrast of the 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 photo that I <laughs> yeah uh, that's it, it depends on the on the photos yeah because like well I, I I think this this is such an awesome image yeah uh, yeah I want yeah. I, I want for listeners. That's the Alan. You're terrible for this. For listeners, that's the uh, it's one of a, it's a pot- pottery, pottery drying. It's a drying pot, yeah, pottery <laughs> drying room. Sometimes the color, sometimes the color in the environment are, are not good, so that I convert to the the black and white. Yeah, this fair. is a, the, the sample. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. that, that that shot looks to me like it was always meant to be black and white because of the. It's just all about the the texture of the yeah and the shape. Yeah, the textures are beautiful. I love that shot. Yeah. Yeah, next time you come to Vietnam, I'll bring you there. <laughs> yes, please. Where, where is it? Near Hanoi or? Uh, about 50 kilometers from Hanoi. Nice. Yeah. You guys would have a great time. You have such a similar taste yeah, yeah. in terms uh, of, you know, scenes and I always, angles. Yeah, I always choose the, the, um, the, the topic that um, in the culture, the culture of Vietnamese, uh, sometime um, in, the, in the near future, this will be disappeared. So that I will um, focus on my culture, my traditional, so that um, in the near future maybe they don't have, um, don't 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 they will disappear soon. So that is the maybe the heritage, <laughs> mm. heritage photo. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very important, and 
I suppose in Vietnam, well, particularly in places like Hanoi and 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 Saigon, the the uh, is is changing so rapidly, and mm-hmm. I I felt this in other parts of Asia that the um, you know, kind of modernization is is happening so fast right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and it's almost like the old ways and the and the tradition is being is just you know being discarded in in exchange for for the for this modern uh way which i totally understand you know the idea of progress but like when i went to hong kong i felt like it was there was nothing there anymore of of what it used Mm. to be like um and that seemed a bit of a shame yeah uh there are many chinese scrap village uh, that are no longer um, uh, up here in Vietnam, no longer exist. Uh, just um, two or three years ago, I would, I would just, uh, I can capture them, but when I uh, come back, they are no longer exist. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like that. It's like that in London. Um, you get this, you get this effect where. There, there are these buildings or landmarks that are incredibly old and people see that they're important and they're, you know, really protected and will be there until the end of time. But then there's this middle layer yeah. uh, layer of kind of other parts of culture that aren't, aren't seen as so sacred but are really important that end up just getting bulldozed in, you know, for, for apartments. And that's, that's a really sad thing to see in London and it's obviously happening across the world. I'm always focused on my uh, uh, traditional village or some in the um, rural areas. You don't have, you don't, don't see my, uh, even see the um, cityscape or the modern um, modern scene in my my photos. It's mm. only the rural yeah. areas. That's a, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, because yes, yeah, so some of the pictures uh, could have been taken anytime. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to uh, to place a year on uh, yeah like some of those fishing net ones uh, particularly I, I think are just yeah there's no indication that 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 was not taken years ago, which is cool yes. and it happens so rarely uh, yeah <laughs> really rarely timeless mm. um, yeah I, I thought the the place I went to that seemed to mesh its uh, tradition and its uh, you know and, and progression together at the same time was uh, uh, Kyoto in Japan. I thought Kyoto. That, have you been yeah. to have you been to Japan? No, haven't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I went for the first time. Well, I've been to, uh, twice last year, and I, I, I think you would enjoy it very much. <laughs> yes, I would enjoy. I, I like Japan, Chinese, uh, India. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, well, India. If you're, uh, well, you know, look what Steve McCurry did in India. It's a crazy place. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, actually, Via, I saw on your website that you, um, obviously, you do a few workshops and you also offer um, photography tours. Yeah. And I kind of, it's interesting because because me and Alan were talking about how when we when we about when we go to different countries, where we go and how we choose where to go. Obviously, we're saying a lot of tours are very touristy. Um, so I guess you, but you've tried to pick pick some places that are kind of off the beaten track, or people wouldn't necessarily go to if they just kind of picked a tour from the airport. Yes, I um I have sometime organized some photography tour to the people that uh, would like to to experience in Vietnamese culture, so that I am. Um, 
yes, I um, care all the, I, I organize all the tour from there and uh, pick them from the airport and <laughs> return them to the airport. Uh, mm. All the thing, <laughs> yes, all the thing, uh, they can, um, I select to the, the object and uh, create a topic, create a, 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 a mm. tour that, and uh, many people that, that love to join. Nice. Yeah, because yeah. it's uh, it's like you see tourists in London. They go to like the one, like the main area that all the tourists go to, and it's a bit sad because you think that's not the real London at all. Uh, and I'm guessing that you mm. feel you must feel the same in Vietnam. Like there must be some set things that people do, uh, and then they go home and they're missing. Well, I mean, I've been I've been to Vietnam like two or three times uh, now. And I'm yeah, looking at your your page, I've just realised I haven't seen anything really mm-hmm. <laughs> yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, yeah, one one day I'm going to have to come out there and do that. Yeah, well, yeah. In London, they go to the places I was talking about. They go to the the ring fenced old, you know, the the classic museums or Piccadilly Circus, and yeah, they don't see the kind of cool subculture that. <laughs> yeah, next time, next time, <laughs> you're necessarily going to be saved. Yeah. Next time to Vietnam, the church called me. I will take you there. I will um, bring you to the <laughs> the, the village uh, and have the many culture that you haven't seen before. And likewise, <laughs> we'll take you out in London if you come here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, huge, huge pub crawl is going to go yeah. down. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, how much more of Vietnam is there is there for you to shoot? I, I, how much of it have you cut? Have you been everywhere now, or 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 is there still a lot to to see? Uh, some 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 suggest the the. Hang Sendong Cave, Hang Sendong Cave is uh, di- difficult to visit, uh, and uh, I plan to visit the the Hang Sendong, the the Wolaks Caves in the world, in the Quang Binh Province. I will uh, visit it in um, next January. Cool. Just one place that that I uh, <laughs> uh, haven't been before. That's the last place. That's yeah. Something. That's your last. Yeah, and then you completed Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put Chris to shame, Chris. Chris has been nowhere in britain <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm like the opposite of via i'm i'm terrible for celebrating my own country and i just always go to other places and have actually been nowhere within the uk which i do feel quite guilty about now and i'm trying to slowly address that but you know what you can't get you're not going to get uh, interesting photos of uh, uh, fishing nets from 500 meters actually probably would. i bet you could okay <laughs> you, maybe you yeah, could in, in cornwall or blackpool <laughs> or something have you uh, heard about the, the one last cave uh, in Vietnam? The no. Sendong Cave? <laughs> it's no. because the, you are a street photographer. If you are an adventure photographer, <laughs> you in. You'd have heard. You know, yeah, yeah. It's not, not, not much street photography happens in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it does. Who knows? Tourists descending into a cave with a shaft of light. Maybe that I, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just interested to know, uh, Viet. Obviously, now you're able to be a photographer as your job, and you know you do you sell prints, but you also do some commercial work. Um, what was your job before you were doing photography full time? Uh, I'm. Uh, I have an. Um, Nowadays, I I uh, I still have my um, IT company. Okay. Yeah, I have my uh, my IT company and 
the it start in uh, 19 in um, 20 and nine and uh, it's still running you're still doing it yeah it's still running <laughs> look at <laughs> nice. it multi multi entrepreneurial that's yeah <laughs> that's a difficult one to translate yeah uh yeah that, that's that, that's cool how how often do you shoot then if you're if you're still working and doing doing it how often do you get to go out there and take photographs uh it, it up to the, the it up to the the the, the jobs uh many time um, uh i've developed some uh it job it project for many corporation in vietnam and uh the the uh, rest of time is uh, for photography. Mm. I see. I I see what you've done. This is very clever. I get it. <laughs> uh, so you you yeah you you work on the commissions and then you suggest photography, and then yeah. you go and then you go. I know a good guy for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the photography is now. Uh, suddenly become my main my main career <laughs> good yeah yeah well there you go and and how long have you been taking pictures for uh i start taking pictures from uh 20 and 7 13 years ago yeah i begin with my uh, um entry level camera is about when when i uh finish my uh the university and i uh, start to use the camera in in one or two years before. Mm. Yeah, my my first camera was definitely an entry level camera. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was terrible. And I, <laughs> I, I've I've looked at the files recently because I've I've I keep all my files from from when I first began uh, on hard mm -hmm. drives, and I was trying to edit them, and, and they're just rubbish. What What is your first uh, first camera? It was a a Canon like Rebel, uh, oh. yeah, with 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 with, with, with 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 the kit lens. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Which, I'm yeah. to um, it the uh, Rebel HD it's three or sometime. Kit yeah, three. Yeah, Rebel it, Kit HD. Yeah, it was um, not very sharp in the edges, you could say, and lots of uh, lots of problems with distortion uh and yeah. <laughs> but also yeah. lots of problems with me back then uh i wasn't yeah. <laughs> i wasn't particularly good at the beginning <laughs> so uh, so i'm uh, i'll start from an um kiss x3 and uh upgrade in by years and yeah. uh in in 18 19 in um 2018 i become the canon ambassador canon vietnam ambassador nice <laughs> yeah and by the way, the Canon Rebel is actually a good camera. I'm just, I'm just, it was my own ineptitude. Uh, but so, so, so you shoot uh, with Canon, got it? And now you want to go to Leica? <laughs> yeah, I, I will go to to Leica soon. Oh, let's <laughs> yes. hope the Canon people aren't listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't use uh, the Canon for one year, for one year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Aha. Fair. Right, bridges already burned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter then. Yes. Yeah. Do you uh, do you know do you know Fong, who works at like it in Hanoi? Yeah, I, I, yeah. He's my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fong, he's my yeah. friend too. He's such a good guy. And have you been to his yeah. restaurant? 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, a good restaurant <laughs> in uh, in Hanoi. It yeah. is the best restaurant in Hanoi. Yeah, Chris is like, this is diverting from, from the topic. Shout, shout out Fong. Yeah, Fong Fong's restaurant. He, he's he's the head of uh, Laika Vietnam, and he's uh, yeah, right. He's a really good guy. And uh, next next time you go to Hanoi, I will bring you to the some street restaurant. Some yeah. Street, uh, yeah. Fong, Fong took me this, to some street restaurants, ooh. and I was. Uh, it was funny, and I I didn't tell him, but I had a really bad cold. And mm-hmm. and, I, and I couldn't taste anything. Yeah. Right. I couldn't taste anything, and so I was eating all the food, like all this stuff. And he was looking at me like, "Wow, really? you're really brave." Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, yeah. It didn't didn't matter what it was. I was just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 it was just, it was a real shame because uh, the food in Vietnam is obviously incredible, and uh, I couldn't taste any of it, which was. Which was a shame. <laughs> that is a shame. I, like, beautiful. I know, Chris. Um, you, Chris, have you been to Vietnam? I have not. No. Ah, we'll, we'll have to remedy that. We will. Candela goes live in Vietnam with some roadside fur. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us today, Thank Elliot. And uh, you've ins- you've inspired me to uh, take another look at my own country before <laughs> flying us. So I'm going to yeah, make sure that yeah. happens. We, we 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 should do it together. Yeah. We, we we should get a get a couple of drones and uh, the big UK yeah, tour. And, and <laughs> it won't be as cool as doing a Vietnam tour. <laughs> We're gonna hit the A41. It's gonna be wild. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, Viet, for your time and for sharing yeah, all your stories. You. And um, yeah, I really hope that we get to meet next time I uh, I'm out there, or if you come over to London. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Warmly welcome yes. to Vietnam next time. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you, Alan. Thank you, Chris. Have a good day. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah. Take care.